Welcome to the Jackson Cloud. I'm Jamin. I'm Casey. And I'm Olivia. And we're continuing our talk about in Jackson as it is in heaven. If you don't live in Jackson, insert your city into that phrase. So, uh, we talked in our last episode about thinking of heaven as a place that is coming to this place. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've removed baggage words from the picture. Uh, today, I want to talk about, like, why is that? Because I, I was trying to say, like, this is, like, the ultimate vision of the Bible is heaven coming to Earth. So A peaceful, beatitudinal invasion colonization. <laughs> the, watch our last episode, because that may not make any sense otherwise. Uh, so let's start to just try to understand if, if Jamin's going to keep saying, like, this is the vision of the Bible... Let's try to understand like why that is from a biblical perspective. So, when we start at the beginning of the Bible, what is the plan? Why are we here? What is the vision? At the start of the Bible or the end? Kind of the same thing. It ends where it starts. It ends in Eden. I mean... With the tree of life. That's intentional. In other words... Plan A may have gotten thrown off, but God didn't make like a plan B as though like, oh, now I can't finish it. He's God, you know, like he's like, no, I put us here for a reason. We're getting back on track. So if that's, that's a good point, if it starts and ends the same way, then what was, let's take out all this confusing stuff, the distractions. What is the same thing between A and B? Why are we here? Why were we in the garden? What was the statement? What, what were we to do? I have a guess. Go ahead. I mean, be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> He's actually right. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, okay, so when it starts off, we're all in the garden. This is God's presence. And if you were, if we were to view that place as the way that the biblical authors would have seen it in their culture this would have been the place where god dwelled it, it wasn't just a garden it was like a centralized place that god rested in uh and his presence was there and we see his presence there when he's walking in the garden in the cool of the day hanging out with adam and eve like that's normal you know right but the the vision as Casey puts forth or you know if a vision is like what are we here to do then I guess it'd be like a mission statement how do we get it done the mission statement then is be fruitful multiply which a lot of times we just reflect on that as God loves that we have intimacy and sex and all these things you know like we'll just take it because that, that's obviously what's going on that's how you're going to multiply but like what <laughs> why why? Why do we multiply? Because eventually, we're going to leave this garden. We're going to leave God's presence, but because we dwelt there and we lived there with him and we speak to him and we know him one-on-one, -on -one, as we continue to have children and multiply and leave the garden, we're going to continue crafting the rest of the ungarden world into that garden. So the way that I'm spinning this in a sci-fi D&D campaign that I just started <laughs> is there is a race of tree-like people and basically from Lord of the Rings um, 
who are unfallen. In other words, they never ate of the fruit that they weren't supposed to eat of. But they're tree people. Right, so it's cannibalism, confusing. <laughs> but... <laughs> Continue. They, they, whatever it is that they weren't supposed to do, they didn't do it. Okay. okay. So, the rest of their uh, lives are that they, they have just over time moved out into the rest of their planet, and they've been cultivating it all to look like a garden, to make every inch of it look exactly like the garden that they all lived in in the beginning. And it's supposed to be like the most peaceful planet. It's the best planet. They take care of it the way that they feel that God would take care of it. And uh, they take care of one another the way that they feel God would take care of them. And so the whole planet has been cultivated, colonized into looking like Heaven, if you will. Peaceful, beatitudinally, invasion, colonization. Right. Anyways, the reason that story is in this D&D campaign is because I'm using it allegorically, and that's clearly where I'm, like, that's the picture the Bible paints. Is like, imagine, just imagine that we never ate from that tree of the knowledge of good and bad, and what, what would we do, what would we have done otherwise? Like... Were we just there to, like, chill out and just sit in a garden life's all hunky-dory? No. The point was eventually, like, we're going to be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and change it to look like God's presence. So that the whole planet would look like God's presence. Uh, so anyways, uh, Adam and Eve are not the only ones told to be fruitful and multiply. Things get distracted. You have the Nephilim show up. You have the world get so bad. The world's got to be flooded and started over, right? So the world's kind of baptized in water, and then the water subsides, and now we have a fresh start. So anybody know what God then tells Noah to do? Be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. In other words, okay, vision's on track still. Get back out there and do what I told you guys to do in the beginning that totally did not work out. Does anybody know what they do instead? They, they multiply, but they're not necessarily fruitful. They don't spread out, at least. They multiply, and then the Bible says, and they try to stay in one spot. <laughs> like, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth is what they're told to do, and instead Babel is like, and they're all gathered in one place, and they said to themselves, let's build a building to make sure that we don't get split up. Like, they're literally doing the opposite. They're already ignoring God with the next few generations of, of multiplication. So they're not spreading out and cultivating the earth to look like heaven. Sin has a grip on them, and instead they're starting to cultivate the earth into Babylon, right? Babylon. <laughs> this is a connection right here, okay? So they're... they're yeah, Jamin's just going to babble on for a little longer. It's true. I'm going to, though. I didn't make the pun. So they cultivate the earth to look like Babylon uh, instead of like heaven. And uh, eventually we get Jesus. Uh, a whole lot of other stuff happens along the way, but eventually we get to Jesus. <laughs> yada, 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 Jesus. <laughs> what does Jesus do? How does he fit back into this? If this is our narrative, point A is be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, make it look like heaven. And point B is heaven has come to earth fully and we're back in Eden and the earth has been filled with heaven. 
What does Jesus have to do with all that? Well, Jesus didn't multiply, so like obviously his role was different. True. Or did he? Well, yeah. Did he? Well, hang on. First off, <laughs> before you Dan Brown this. What, we, we can't Da Vinci code this? No. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, so, sorry, spoiler alert. Multiplication is a big part of, of his vision, right? Because what are his final words as he's leaving? All right, go out into the rest of the world. It's a great commission, right? Go become out. Become fishers of men. Yeah, go out and baptize people in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to do the things that I taught you to do. In other words, what he's doing is like, God wants more in his family. And the whole world out there is a dark place, and not everyone is in his family. So, while I was here, I spent a lot of time coming to Israel because we were going to go to them first. That was always the plan. Now we've reached Israel, and we've done our job. As you continue to reach Israel, you now have to go to everybody else, bringing them into the family, right? And as you do that, you are making not only Christians, but citizens of heaven. You're making more into Jesus's family as they all join. And uh, it's a different kind of multiplication now. Uh, it's a way of, of reaching into people who are outside of the family line and, and have just a destiny of judgment and bringing them out of that into the multiplication of heaven. And when they do that, so let's imagine like you're a missionary, like disciples old school. Paul walks into a village, sees people get saved, leaves the village. What did he leave behind? Saved people. And heaven, right? There's citizens there now. So like heaven has spread out across the land in a, in a new kind of way that it typically didn't in the past. What are you wincing about now? I have a terrible thought. That's not a good start. I don't know what to tell you, man. You decide. <laughs> All right. Well, he'll probably cut this, but let's try this. <laughs> so. And it was cut. Well, no. So it's, it's kind of like a contagion where if a missionary comes in and is spreading part of heaven, you know, it's kind of similar to recent events of, you know, this is a very dark allegory. Only because of recent pandemics or ones we're currently in. But that idea of being contagious or having a contagion that spreads, you know, if we could spread heaven as quickly as we could COVID-19, this could be kind of fantastic. But well, so yeah, so contagion could be another like analogy you could go. It's just like as the earth gets taken over with heaven, you don't even need to like be fruitful and multiply to create new imagers to go into those lands. You just go into those lands and convert fallen imagers to real imagers and leave heaven right there and the people that were already there until eventually God inherits the entire earth as more and more people of every single nation and every single race and ethnicity are all converted into into uh, um, the ways of heaven. So heaven is slowly taking ground, just as was always the plan, right? And then eventually we get to point B where um, God shows up 
and we see that point B is the same as point A, like it's the same vision. Eden has overtaken the entire earth. There is nothing left of chaos. There's nothing left of, of difficulty or evil or badness. No more sin, no more Satan, no more demons. Um, it's only order that is left under God. So you see that like God has not given up on plan A. And by the time we get to Revelation, we see the fullness of plan A reaches completion. So with that being said, you know, there's a lot in here that we've talked about in recent episodes. The point is not about dying and going to heaven. The point is about heaven coming here. Um, but that that is the plan. And that shows you why one of Jesus' favorite themes when he was on the earth was to talk about a place called heaven. <laughs> like that was like one of his most popular messages. Kingdom of heaven or kingdom of God. He uses different words based on who's writing what gospel, but it's the same place. And it's what he loved to talk about because that is what was supposed to happen in the beginning. Here's a planet. I put people who image me on this planet. They're going to fill this whole planet and make it exactly as I would make it if I was here myself. And then we sin and mess it all up. And Jesus comes and makes us right <laughs> and then ex creates an expansion plan to get things like rolling even faster. And then we get to plan B, not not plan B, point B, where, where it reaches completion. So like, what would you say would be our, our take home? What are we supposed to do, you know, for the next week or the next two days to try to move forward? So we've made this our vision statement across Jackson Cloud and all of our other churches is in Jackson as it is in heaven. So when you go out on the streets, like do whatever it takes you to consider the space around you as space that needs to be claimed for God through your actions and the people that you meet, right? If your neighbors don't know about Jesus, Take it upon yourself to find ways to show it to them until the little bit of light that is you in their, your neighborhood can expand to the house next door, to the house next door, to the house next door, until you've installed heaven along the way. And if they ever move from that house and go somewhere else, it's almost like missionary, right? They've gone and taken the light somewhere else. This is why missionaries are sometimes difficult for me because a lot of people think of like, oh, I don't want to be called to mission work because like, you were literally born on mission. Like, if you are a human being, this is the reason you exist, is to make heaven look like earth. People are always asking that question, like, God, why am I here? Like, it shouldn't shock us that the opening pages of the Bible give us the answer, just like any good business would put their vision statement right at the beginning, right? We're here to make the earth look like heaven. So, tangibly, literally anything you do, always be thinking, what can I do right now in this moment to install a little bit of heaven right here and make a lasting impact? Jesus talks in the parables about heaven being like seed scattered everywhere and it grows up slowly. And in that parable, he also talks about as though like, it's interesting, There's the farmer doesn't do anything. <laughs> he just scatters the seed. And then in the Bible, the parable is like, and it grows and the farmer doesn't know how. And, you know, they partially mean, like, scientifically. It's just like, wow, this is amazing. I just put seed out and bleh, But 
like in the parable, the farmer didn't do much other than scatter seed. So what are you doing to scatter the seed of heaven? Because God is, those are powerful seeds. God has ways of raising those up down the road, even when you thought the seed was dead. So, What's that? Slightly so, answer the question. So more of the story, become a farmer. If you want to go or with all the Or cultivate plants. Or cultivate heaven. There's our new C word for heaven instead of colonize. Cultivate. Cultivate heaven. So it's not going to be peacefully, beatitudinally invade and cannibalize? Cannibalize? Colonize. He said something else. I did not hear cannibal. You heard that on your own, Jamin. Yep. And now Olivia will give you the scoop. Join us on the Discord. You can like the video, you can share the video, you can subscribe. I'm pointing at random directions, but these are not <laughs> the correct directions to actually do any of this. All of this will be down below. You can find a link to the Discord, you can join us there. We can have more discussion on these things. Or, and also, like, subscribe, hit the little bell, comment. Do the thing. All right. <laughs> so graceful of the uh, yes. explanation. <laughs>